Welcome to the DevOps Mastery Podcast. We're here to get you from where you are today to being a DevOps master by helping you cut the learning curve down into manageable pieces. So without any further delay, let's get going. Now, where did I put that machete? Hello, and welcome to another edition of the DevOpsMastery.com podcast. Hi, Jason. Hi, Brian. How are you? I am fine. That's I fine. am back for a second one in a row after missing two. That's right. So my co-host, Mr. Jason Dionato, is sitting on the other microphone. I'm Brian Wagner. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about what criteria I use to determine where to start scripting. Like, what things should I script first? What should I script second? Or what should I automate first, second? It's kind of the same thing. Because um, it may not really be scripting. It might just be using Chef or Puppet or Ansible or Salt. You know, like, what things should I do first? How do I determine my order of, of precedence, my order of operations for those tasks? Does that sound like fun? I couldn't get Metallica's Master of Puppets out of my head the moment you there said you puppet. So it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been sitting here rocking. Puppet Labs, you know, you guys picked <laughs> a wonderful name. Master. All right. But before we get going, let's remind you to uh, go give us your feedback. We don't ask for any money. We don't uh, put any ads in. I thought we wouldn't want to, but we just aren't putting any ads in at this point. We just want people's feedback. We want to make sure we're doing the things that everybody wants to hear. So please give us your feedback at feedback at devopsmastery.com, or you can go on the devopsmastery.com website and hit the contact us thing and, and send us information that way. Or you can go to Twitter tweet us. and tweet us at devopsmaster, not mastery, just master. Master. Uh, you can find us at devopsmastery.com on Google Plus and on Facebook. And uh, we are starting to participate pretty heavily on the LinkedIn group for DevOps. And I have decided not to start my own section on that because I just think the the community on the DevOps group that I'm talking about has 77,000 people in it. I just think it's a better place for me to spend my time. So I'd agree. Putting that in there, unless, of course, it's <coughs> development related. And if it's development related, then I'll put it into the respective language section uh, for that, whatever that is. Or if it's OS related, then I'll, I'll put stuff in there. But we're not really trying to be that specific. We're trying to do more general stuff. So with all that being said, uh, let's get to our topic because yes. I'm starting to ramble. Yes, you were. I was actually scared. Yeah, thanks. Especially because I didn't. Yeah, hit. you didn't start the timer. But anyways, That's uh, all right. Okay. So uh, how do you determine what to script first? Uh, you look at your problem. Okay. And you figure out how you can sol solve it. Yeah. And you script that shit. Okay. Now, for somebody who's more intelligent. Hi, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, what do I have? All right. Um, well, you know, if I was doing this just one thing at a time, sure, that would be great. But I generally have a ton of things that I have to do every day. And I'm working on a 100 different things. And, oh, my gosh, I wish I could just find some time to script some of these things. <clears throat> so um, I've come up with some criteria. These are by no means the final criteria that you should use. You should use whatever you think is is important. But this is just to get everybody started. This will give you some ideas of, of places to start with it and uh, try to narrow down the list. Because a big problem that I see with a lot of teams when they're trying to do automation projects or they're trying to implement DevOps is, I think we've said it before, they try to eat the whole elephant, you know, from every direction. So it's it's huge. It can be a very big problem to solve. And if you don't break it down into small pieces and try to nibble at it and you try to eat the whole thing at once, um, you're just going to die and your stomach will explode because you couldn't eat a whole elephant in one sitting. I'm very, very 
feeling cavemanish right now. <laughs> so anyways, so you want to break the problem down. Well, okay, that's great, fine, and wonderful. Glad you said that. Now, how do you do that? So the way, one way that I've done this, and I've done it, I've tried it a couple different ways. This way seems to work the most consistently for me is um, I try to first determine what what 10 things I spend the most time doing. So what are the top 10 things that I do every day? Now, how do I figure that out? I do one of a couple things. Either I keep a notepad next to me and I just write down things. And as I write down new things, you know, I just add new things. And then I just put tally marks and then just keep track of, okay, well, I've added so many new accounts. I've had to fix permissions on people's stuff this many times. I had to go restart that damn service a hundred times yesterday. It felt like, but really was 10. And (laughs) just so that you get real numbers for yourself to give you something, some idea of, of what to look like. Don't make it really difficult on yourself. Don't try to track too much information because quickly you will get frustrated with having to track so much information and you will spend more time tracking the information than it would have taken you to script. Oh, I don't know, two or three of the things that you need to script. So keep it simple, but make sure that it's informative. I would say, unless you're doing something a lot, I put some thresholds on things too. And that's kind of the next thing. So I have my top 10 things or at least try to find my top 10 things, but I might look at those things and go, okay, well they're top 10, but they only take me five minutes. This other thing takes me 20 minutes every time I have to do it. And I do it six. It's the sixth most common thing. Well, I might move that script up to the, to the top. Um, just because I can save a large chunk of time. I can save 20 minutes having to do that. If I can script that, or if I can use the automation tool that, that we're implementing to do that. And that's how I'll, I'll go through those things to do that. Um, user accounts seem to be a big thing. A lot of teams that I work with um, spend a lot of time managing accounts instead of um, actually my recommendation for accounts is to just stop managing accounts and point all your boxes to use Active Directory and let somebody who's responsible for adding accounts to Active Directory be responsible for all accounts. And there's ways to do that. We're not going to cover that, but there's ways to do that. But you do other things. You, you clean up file systems. You do all that, all that other fun stuff. Figure out which ones are taking you the most time and which ones you should be addressing. Um, my team at one point did a lot of research to figure out where we were spending time. And we realized after everybody tracked for about a month that we spent close to 40% of our time just trying to keep up with cleaning up old log files from different applications. That's fun. Yeah, it's totally brain dead. Why the hell are we doing this? There's things like log rotate that we, for some reason, weren't configuring right. And then we discovered that there were some limitations to log rotate. So I actually spent two or three days writing a Python script that was a much better implementation of log rotate than log rotate that could handle our variable paths to files and stuff so that we would have to do less configuration and it would just automatically handle those files. And so it took me two days to do it. But since I had a 10 person team, 40% of our time was a whole lot more than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. It was a whole lot more than two days over the course of the next month. So I just saved the team 40% of their time the next month. Oh yeah. Right after I've, I've implemented this script. So that's why looking at how often you do things and how much time you do, you spend on those things gets you a a long way. And you may just sample and say, it takes about 10 minutes to do this log task and just set a time for that. And then do that 10 minutes times, how many times you've noted that you actually did it instead of trying to worry about tracking it every time. Sometimes it may take a little more, sometimes it takes a little less. And we'll just say it averages 10 minutes, close counts in this one. It doesn't really need to be that precise. Don't again, don't stress yourself out trying to track what your top applications are. 
and or I'm sorry, not what your time applications are, what your top tasks are, because you're just going to add more stress to an already stressful life. So make it as simple as possible. Yeah. <clears throat> the next thing is that I, that I add onto the list when I'm trying to filter through these things is um, <clears throat> what are the things that are going to stop the company in its tracks that I have to do? So what problems, for instance, web servers being down, application servers not acting correctly, you know, those might be things that'll push other tasks if there's something that I can do to automate something around that problem to at least provide a stopgap while we as a team try to figure out what the real solution is. Those types of scripts can go a, a long way. I've written more than my fair share of restart scripts, thrown them into cron, and done that just to get us by until we can find the right solution to fix the memory leak or the, the connection to the database leak or whatever it is, and we can get that problem in, implemented. So that's a good spend of my time in those, you know, doing those types of scripts. Um, <clears throat> also look at the, the next thing I would say is look at how easily you can do the scripting, right? If it's a log, you know, just implementing log rotate, then that's not a very difficult thing to do. And it's pretty easy to just copy and paste those files across all the servers of certain types. And, you know, you might spend a morning coming up with what the script needs to look like for your database servers and what it needs to look like for your web servers and what it needs to look like for your application servers or this application server or that application server or whatever it is. And you can come up with a, a small set and then copy those files around. So maybe you spend the morning figuring out what files need to be rotated and doing a little testing in your test environment. You can actually be implementing that in production probably by the next day because you're not destroying anything. You're just compressing it and rotating the, the logs. And hopefully, you know, people are smart enough to be able to pull those things off. And so that's something that's super easy. And I don't even know if I would call it scripting, but it's super easy to set up and it can pay a lot of dividends as far as time goes. Um, also try to stay away from things that aren't going to be around for a long time. So if you have an application, you know, is in the process of being replaced, spending a lot of time scripting around that thing or to do stuff around that thing, whatever it is, isn't probably a very good use of your time. If in two weeks you're going to replace a system, don't spend three days trying to script some process to help with that system, with said system. Because it just, you're never going to get the return. You're never going to be able to show your boss, hey, look, this is how cool I am. I can do this scripting and I can do this because he's never going to see it because it, it probably won't fail in the time that it takes you to get rid of it, hopefully. Um, another thing that I do when I'm doing this, especially in new environments where I haven't worked before and where people don't really know me and they don't know, for whatever reason, they don't, they know that scripting would be better, but they don't know how to get started. Um, if, and if people are putting up a lot of roadblocks about, I just don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time, I'll take my own personal time to script something. So I'll take two or three nights of my own time to script something that might save me two or three hours a week so that I can create time that I don't necessarily have to tell everybody about, but I can create time because I've scripted this to write more scripts. So the more scripts you write, the more automation you put in place, the more time the, the goal is to get more time to look deeper at bigger problems and start solving bigger and bigger, more and more problems to come up with better and better solutions. Also so that you can do things like implement continuous delivery or continuous build, you know, continuous integration 
systems. You can't do those things if all you're doing all day is patching systems or spending your whole day resetting everybody's passwords that they've forgotten because they haven't logged in for a month. Uh, or the, the people that want you to copy over this log file or that dump, you know, if there's ways that you could automate those things and, and have them copied somewhere for them safely and securely, then you should probably implement that so that you don't have to be the person, you don't have to be the bottleneck going and getting all of the, all of the work done. And that goes both ways. If you're a developer, it's, you know, if you have to manually build your code or assemble your code, if, especially if it, this is probably more Java specific, but Java or C or any language where there's compiled code, if you're the developer and you have to spend all this time packaging everything up and, and getting it into a cohesive group so that you can publish it out for other people to use or to go to your website, um, if you're the only person that can do it or you and two other people are the only ones that can do it and it takes 45 minutes. If you take a day or two days to script it, the script can probably do all that same stuff in let's say 10 minutes or 20 minutes because it doesn't have to think the script just does. And it doesn't have to look at, at other pieces of information. If you've written it correctly, it's going to know this is the sixth copy of this application, or this is version 1.12.6.222, because it's the 222nd time we've built it. Um, but you, as a person, if you have to track that stuff, then you, you, know, you have to go look places and do all this other stuff. If you script something like that, then it's all built automatically and it takes stress away from you and it takes, it gives you more time back because you're not spending that time doing those things. The more automation you can do, the more time you get, the way to find more time is to figure out what your biggest time sucks are and to kind of, to go after those and to attack those problems. So what do you script first? I script the things that take the most time and that I do the most often. Okay. It's that those two are the two big combinations Okay. Um, the only thing that would trump those two things are situations that are critical to the company where I could write a, a simple script to fix a critical problem okay. as opposed to, or monitor for a critical problem as opposed to doing something like that. So basically when you're given a big dead elephant, you analyze it and cut it up into steaks. You eat right. some now, you make some beef jerky, you cut off the fat to make candles. Cut out the eyes to throw at your sister, make her scream or something. Sure. Right. So you, you analyze it and have more fun with it and, and spa right. space it out so that it's diving in. Plus, you can also then, because you have that, you know, you can make your brother go make the jerky. Right. While you're right. cutting up the steaks right. and grilling the steak, you know. And then, you know, you get to, to show off the juicy steak when you're done and he's got beef jerky. But, you know, hey, some people like jerky better. So Beef jerky is very, very important. So, yes. So it's it's just... It's just like that. You just want to break it down and, and you don't want to, you don't want to do it because it can get very overwhelming very quickly. Right. You start and writing down all the stuff you think you want to script and, and it, right. And if you listen to our last podcast where we talked about, um, you know, as far as how you can get others involved and to make it more of a team mm -hmm. project, it then makes that, that elephant easier to cut up. Right. Because you can start when you're doing something like this, especially if you're on a team. As long as you're not the only person, if you're on a team, you should be doing this as a team. Your whole team should be marking down what mm -hmm. they do because everybody's going to gravitate to their little thing that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and that helps you take that elephant and split it up mm -hmm. and decide who's taking the steaks, who's taking the jerky, and who's making the candles. Mm -hmm. as Jason, so and if you're the that. one that, you know, if you're able to analyze it 
and you know in a very in a way that you can cut off the most fat and get right to the heart of the problem and make the first script that's important that is also a leadership quality right because remember we're all trying to be leaders and we're all trying to show people our skills because that's how we get promoted and that's how we move up in in responsibilities that's how we get to take more responsibility Mm -hmm. by showing people what we've learned and what we know Mm -hmm. so all right. I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. I've beat this horse pretty, pretty dead. You did good. I thought it was pretty well. Right. That's why I let you go on and on. Yes. Because as we heard initially, you know, how I figured out my first script, you know, it was very short, concise, and full of crap. So. Okay. Anyways, one last time, don't forget to give us your feedback and let me know. Anything. Let me know what you think we should have said that that would have helped people to define this how do you go through you know write in the comments write on the on the blog you know make comments or send us your feedback or do something really cool like record a rant about how i totally messed this up and there's just so much better and easier way to do it let me know what you think that is send it to me at or tell me where it is or however at feedback at devopsmastery.com or tweet at me and tell me whatever you want to tell me at twitter.com slash devops master or facebook or devopsmaster.com there we're devopsmaster.com on google plus and linkedin when i post this you can definitely put comments in there and tell me how bad i messed it up on on there or if you want to have some fun let me know other parts of the elephant that i could have <laughs> cut up that i didn't really think about there you go all feedback is good feedback so be sure to give it to us Have a good week, everybody. Yes, good weekend. Thanks again for listening to the DevOps Mastery Podcast. We really appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen to what we have to say about DevOps. All of the content in this podcast is copywritten by Brian Wagner, his co-hosts and guests, and of course, DevOpsMastery.com. The music that you're hearing right now and you heard in the intro is copyrighted by Daryl and again we look forward to hearing from you so don't forget to send us some feedback at feedback at devopsmastery.com have a nice week everybody